Hello and welcome to Crap Flicks and Chill, the tits and arse of the film podcasting world. My name is Jamie Ballantyne and I'm joined, as always, by, uh, by Joe Thompson. However, we are also joined this week by a very special guest, Katie Peak. Welcome to the podcast. Woo! Hello! <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> have, have, have I hyped you up enough? <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I feel like I should do a bit of introduction to uh, to Miss Katie Peak for our listeners. So this, my friends, is one of my very, very best friends. She was actually my uh, best woman at my wedding, uh, which uh, Jamie was absolutely in attendance for. And uh, we, she, we regularly, regularly set the world to rights on uh, some long walks around the uh, the park that connects our two houses. So uh, pleasure to have you on board, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Well, hopefully we won't go into too many DMCs this time round, but... You know, yeah, we, <laughs> we never yeah, exactly, know. <laughs> but we promise nothing. Absolutely, absolutely. And most importantly, Katie, do you like? Well, maybe "likes" even the wrong word. Do you watch crap films? <laughs> um, I would say that I exclusively only watch crap films because <laughs> there's a lot of genres of films that disturb me on too many levels. <laughs> so horror films, I can't bear. Um, things that are t- like super scary or like very crime driven. Uh, I can't think that'll keep me up at night. So I have a safe zone, which is crap films, because I can see the comedy value in them as well. And if they've got low production value, it just kind of makes uh, everything feel just a little less real. Excellent. Well, I can assure you we have watched plenty of crap horror films uh, <laughs> already. And uh, I hope, hope we can do do more. So great, great to have you have you on and uh, ready to go on this journey. So what is... Crap Flicks and Chill, uh, for those who may be first-time uh, listeners. We are a film podcast where we watch, you know, roughly the first hour of some absolute trash movies on Netflix and other platforms. We talk utter bollocks the whole way through uh, before wildly guessing at the ending if we haven't seen them before and rating the attractiveness of the cast because that's the chill part. Now, if this sounds like something you would love to experience in real time, and hey, why not? Then head over to Netflix, select our upcoming movie title, and listen out for a little party horn in a bit, signaling the start of the film. Otherwise, you can simply listen along, as with, you know, most audio podcasts. And hey, come on this <laughs> terrible journey with us, ruining your faith in cinema forever. The crap flicks and chill guarantee. So, Katie, not Joe <laughs> this week, what? craptacular films you have lined up for us tonight okay so i have already seen this film and it was actually recommended to me by joe i'm so sorry what i (laughs) (laughs) you will be (laughs) what i actually loved about this film and i highly recommend is do not read the Netflix description caption because it gives spoilers away. And okay. what I loved about this film is that I didn't know what was going to happen. So film is called Time Trap and it's a 2017 film. <laughs> <laughs> it's an hour and 27 minutes. Okay, so recent-ish. Yeah, it's recent. It's an hour and 27 minutes, which I feel is the perfect length of a film. And it also means that we're going to be able to cover off quite a big chunk of what is going to happen in this. Um, The director is Mark Dennis and Ben Foster. And the production value on this, which is kind of healthy. It was a $1 million production. So it's, it's not luxury. Which is quite fun. Luxury. Because... 
it's not a luxury crap film <laughs> it's mid-level crap so I also have a little bit of a trivia fact for you guys. Um, so part of the filming occurred in the Bronson Caves, uh, which is known to many history buffs as the Bat Cave in the Batman television series in the 1960s. Oh, so, That's awesome. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that we've got, you know, people who were around the 1960s avidly listening to this oh, podcast sure. so key key target demographic <laughs> absolutely failing that we've there's got to be a few batman fans out there i for one how many people in the 1960s don't watch zombievers that's what we all need to know well exactly um so let me give you the little description to do my little scroll so what i'm doing is i'm going to read you this the description of the imdb website because no spoilers so a professor enters a cave and goes missing. Some of his students come looking for him and get trapped in the cave as well. <laughs> and that is the film. <laughs> is that, is I was, I was really hoping you were, they were going to go, they get trapped in time. <laughs> oh my God. No, they just get trapped in the cave and that's that's the end of the film. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the most brilliant description of the film ever because <laughs> it's kind of true. Uh, right, good stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. Jamie, I'm excited for you to see this. You haven't seen this, have you? No, and I've you've you've set this up perfectly. This is this is completely as always surprised me, but it sounds just oh, the perfect level of crap. It is stunning. I will say by the way, this wasn't recommended by me for Katie for crap flicks. This was just me going, you need to watch this piece of shit film. Um so yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean, let me just segue into that. I mean, Joe is great at recommending films because he knows what I like. But with this one, <laughs> he was like, yeah, it was great. Me uh, me and Gareth watched it and, uh, you know, we really recommended it. So I ended up wasting an hour and a half of my life watching this and the whole way through being like, why did Joe think this was so good? And like really freaking out being like, how am I going to tell Joe that I didn't like, this wasn't as highbrow as I thought it was going to be? <laughs> You're such a troll, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> like at least at least up front the whole point of the crap flicks and chill guarantee is we're giving people fair warning that we're about to ruin their their, their enjoyment of film and potentially waste their time so there, there's no arguments from 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 that i hope but <laughs> should we get going that's wrong. Yeah. i know what that signed let's up for it. all right cool what should we do should we do the countdown let's let's do let's do a little countdown you you, you ready to, to join in with a three two one katie yeah let's go right on three. No, on go. <laughs> God damn it. Every time. Go on. <laughs> or on play. You lead us then, Joe. Right. Go on. <laughs> on play. Here we go. Three. three two, two. One. Play. play. <laughs> and we're off. This, this, is, this is all gravy. Good stuff. Got to love a paladin. Uh... Favorite kind of favorite kind of company. Oh, I thought you meant just in like D and D terms. <laughs> Pad Thai pictures. <laughs> Sponsored by Wagamamas. All, all, all these, <laughs> yeah, all these famous film studios. Yeah, somber music is playing. <laughs> did they did they spell somber correctly? Have they um, spunked all over the window? <laughs> 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 That's why it's sad music. <laughs> oh, don't wipe it with your hands. Oh no. So this this I'm already presuming will be the the professor. Well, he's got no cares in the world, has he? Use his bare hand. 
He's yeah. got that rugged Robin Williams approach to teaching. Dennis the Menace has been here. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say either that or he's the well, what was the name of the neighbour to Dennis the Menace? Mr. Wilson? Mr. Mr. Wilson. Now that's a reference I hope somebody listening will get. Like, this is an ultimate dream, is to find some abandoned old vehicle and then just easily get into it and find some some sketches and some, like, treasure maps and stuff. Fully. So and just fully. take it, assuming that, like, somebody's not living there or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, just find us keepers. And yeah, I'm just partial into, as to just approaching many abandoned vehicles to find stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's such it's... a good point, though. It's like, no one probably, no one, no one probably needs this, but... <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're probably dead. I mean, it's 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 quite a big like fantasy of like certain parts of America, isn't it? That whole um, the uh, the film Wild about um, the the guy who ends up uh, going on this this crazy kind of like journey, and uh, I forget what the lead actors. Oh, do you mean Into called, the Wild? Into the Wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's that whole like abandoning all all uh, yeah, the rest of humanity and just going off on an adventure and kind of being one with nature and that kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, I mean, it is it is like wicked to just be out in the wild with your dog called Boss that can talk to you apparently. Katie, you would fully have a dog called Boss. Well, yeah, <laughs> I've got a dog called Winnie, so we could have Winnie and Boss. Yeah. We can go on adventures yeah. together, <laughs> looking at caves. Oh, I do hope nothing happens to the dog. I mean, the dog's the best star of this so far. Yeah, I mean, how much would you just not shit yourself right now? This guy's approaching. Is there someone just stood there with a torch, and he can see the back of a back of a guy in some denim jeans? <laughs> That's creepy. <sighs> I thought he said this was a crap flick, it's not a horror flick. Oh, he's a cowboy. I mean, I'd like it. I don't even think I'd shout hello into the cave. Jackie, Hello. Hey, you didn't get shot by any hunters. Awesome. So I found the van. No sign of the hippies. So. To be fair, in some of these shit films we we have watched, especially the horror ones, there are moments where the characters are still making like the right decisions. So you can't always blame it on that trope, like, uh, oh, why did you go upstairs instead of going out the front door? Like particularly with Scream, but there was just some other ones of like. Um, uh, pr- prom night, or he's out there where I felt like they're making the right decisions, and he's he just he just saved himself there. Oh, he's quite hot, so that's good. Yeah, you got you got to start uh, clocking clocking the uh, the cast members now. Well, he does have a bit of a weird face, though. Um, he he, this scene already familiar. contains more people that were that were hot in Panic Room. <laughs> <laughs> Situation's changed. I'm going alone. Boss. That's a great name for a dog. I'm serious. So one of the things when I watched this film the first time around is I couldn't understand what this relationship is to this guy. Because he's a professor, but then I'm like, is this his students? Why is, why are they hanging around his house? Are they having a three-way? They've already been submitted. And they're glowing. He looks like he belongs in Last of Us, doesn't he? 
The, he he the does. He looks like Joel. Oh my God, Joe, you've nailed it. Yes. You know Last of Us, don't you, Kay? Mm, I don't know. What? Which one's that? It's that zombie one that Alex plays with the all the creepy uh, head monsters and they're creeping around the museums, you know? That kind of scavengy oh one. Oh my God, yeah. Okay, now I know exactly what we talked about because I'm usually hidden in another room when that's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what that is? It's because he was wearing a blue, like, denimish kind of, like, shirt with, a, like, a gruff beard. Yeah, he is very it's a good, it's a good survivalist look. Yeah. It's not plan A. It's just in case. So how in the heck does he get lost? Although I suppose I'm literally about to find out. Oh, so he's going back, right? He's going to go look in the creepy cave? Yeah. Yeah. Boss knows better, though. Boss yeah. the dog is like, See? fuck this noise. Smart. Smart yeah. animals. So this is the thing. Obviously in films, dogs barking at you is a, is a thing. But if Winnie ever barked at me, I'd just be like, I think that she's having a go at me. I'd just be like, fuck off, like, fuck off Winnie. What are you doing? I'd ignore her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. You're just being grumpy. It's just a cave. <laughs> That's so true. I would not be creeping closer to this, sta- this stationary man in front of me. Absolutely Guys. not. It's just changed from sombre music to foreboding. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, now, now it's suspenseful. <laughs> See, you, you, you learn so much with subtitles. Can he see the cowboy still? What's he looking at? A soft whirring. Yeah. If the air in front of you was doing this, would you go in? I'd be like, there's gas, I better leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like a soda here. Okay. <laughs> Actually, no, then I'll probably stay. <laughs> ah, natural hot springs. I'm getting the sauna with this here cowboy. <laughs> that, that's a very different film. Oh, he's, walked in. he's walked into the, the wall of moisture. Oh no, two days later, what's happened? Jackie, come on, we go. Come on, Jackie. I mean, yeah, the, the, the film's, film's moving quickly. It's got a good pace to it. We still have to go. Even we have to get a ride to the gate and hike for a few days. No, we are not hiking for a few days. There's no signal within like a hundred miles. I always put my shoe on by hiking it up to my chest, so I feel seen. Somebody who would let us borrow their truck. Somebody, anybody. What are you doing with my phone? Nope. I'm not calling. Name one other person who has an off-road vehicle who'd bend over. Are they a couple? Are they not? Are they brother and sister? And there's no way that she's gonna loan it out. Did they meet at the weird eyebrow convention? I don't know. You're you're going off him very quickly. Friend from the archaeology program. Say goodbye. Actually, her eyebrows are fine. <laughs> Look, if someone rang me at 6 a.m., I wouldn't even pick it up. No, someone rings me at any time, I don't pick it up. <laughs> Unless it's you or you. It's actually you two on the call, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Personally, bad right now. The only thing is, you really need to bring by your dad's sweet ass 4 by 4 do, do either of you two do that really lazy thing with your partners where even if you're in the same house, you'll ring each other from different rooms like, can you get me a snack? Fully. Uh, no, because I don't live in a mansion. <laughs> if you looked at my WhatsApp with Gruff, it is literally just us being like, turn the volume down upstairs. Can you get me a squash? Blah, 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 blah. It's like the lamest conversations ever. But there's a catch. Right, you just need to learn how to shout through walls. That's what I do. Oi! <laughs> Alright, and who the heck are these guys? Exactly. Is that the same girl that we saw earlier? 
No, I think she's got a slightly different face. But she does look very similar. Are you trying to say all of us blondes look the same? There's another, there's another young dad who's kind of buff, who's capable. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so they're driving. Do we know where they're going? It's two days later, isn't it, since this guy has gone into the cave? She's recording everything interesting. But so th so those two there are teaching assistants. That's how they know the professor. Oh, come on. That makes some sense. And then maybe these guys are... What are they? They're like 16. Are all students? Have they left school? But if you're a teaching assistant, right, you're like... In your twenties? Like she looks older than them. Is she the mum? The the, the 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 politics of this this relationship is confusing. I love that someone is legitimately called Furby. <laughs> Me want food. <laughs> oh my god! Here's the comic relief. I forgot about him. Does, does he come up with some absolute zingers? Yeah, oh. he's like the equivalent of, um, oh, you know, in the Goonies, the guy who does the yeah, yeah. Shuffle, shuffle guy. Yeah, he's yeah. the equivalent of the shuffle shuffle. Yeah, that mixed with the guy who eats the cake in Matilda. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but hang on, but why is, why is he coming along if he's like 10 years younger than all of them? Well, Jamie, these things they don't get answered in this film. Yeah, but the, these are the burning questions I have, not about some weird, like, time cave. I know. You don't know it's a time cave yet, Jamie. Yeah, I'm not sure I know what you mean, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I read you a description <laughs> that was very generic. <laughs> but this, this was, so this was the sad thing about, about the, um, the popularity of the Into the Wild movie was that so many people, like, it inspired them to do do that kind of experience or to try and find the same truck, because I think it is a real uh, place. Uh, and loads of people just end up getting, like, lost and stranded and had to be rescued because nobody is, like, trained for survival in this modern day and age or to live off the land. Also, let's be real. I'm not about to be super adventurous. Like, my Into the Wild is taking a quick lunchtime break to walk around the reserve and in my house. So. <laughs> Guys, we should totally take a picture from my vlog. Okay, so they've just found some pics from the 1970s in the hippie van, right? Oh, self-stick. Cool, man. Everybody say Team Hopper. There is no way they are all in shot there. Yeah. No. It's definitely got like Absolutely one eyebrow somebody there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad eyebrows is no, not in shot at all. Yeah. Do, do people still use selfie sticks? Is, is that a thing? Is that what the cool kids are still doing? Or was it... Yeah, I've not seen one for time. I mean, not that you'd really use a selfie stick indoors when you're in lockdown, but like... I feel like now that phone, more phones can do that wide angle, it's less needed, isn't it? Although, the, although those wide angles we've learned, haven't we, Kate, you do definitely dwarf the outside people or, or, oh or, or, or expand the outside people. It literally kills you. Yeah, if, so I'm not like a selfie hustler. So if we're in a group situation, I will quite happily stand on the peripheries 
of selfies. I don't need the I don't need the centre spot, and that always makes me into a square. So I look like a square person. The width, the width and the height of me is exactly the same. Are you sure that's not just some like crazy filter on Instagram where it's just like, oh, the square filter? I genuinely thought like, you were going to say, people. is that not because you're an actual square? So. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't be mean. You are actually a square cave. <laughs> hey, it's hip to be square. True story. <laughs> I've read that once. I heard that once. <laughs> I heard it on the radio once. Yeah, I feel like my dad said that to me once. Yeah, we. Unfortunately, we do say things quite frequently that make us sound old. Oh my god, Katie, we did a whole episode that was about social media and realised we don't know anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I had to sign up for Skype today to be able to do this. So, firstly. (laughs) No, you're not supposed to say things like that. (laughs) We need to be cool. Guys, come on, we're cool. This is a cool podcast for cool young people. I feel like I'm cool because I didn't know what hell, how to use Skype. (laughs) I ain't no nerd. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, mate, Skype. I just use FaceTime. I mean that's that's when you're too cool for school and yeah that's that's the yeah, ultimate I didn't, cool. So, I didn't okay. feel very cool when yeah. Sky passed me from the year of my birth and, it, and I had to scroll down <laughs> quite a while. <laughs> oh my god, Philly! That was a depressing thing, you know, when you like fill out certain surveys or like online forms and ask you to like um, select your age bracket, and obviously they're very careful with those brackets so that they can do some broad demographics, but hopefully not upset you when I transitioned from essentially the 20s one into the 30s one and been like, oh God, I'm now lumped in with people going into the 40s and 50s. I was like, no. Yeah, yeah. it's like, no, I'm, really, I'm younger, I promise. A, p- a part of me definitely died that day. <laughs> so hang on, so what's, what are they doing? What's happening? So I feel like they're, they're going to explore these caves. There you go, done. <laughs> and the, the, little, the little Furby dude. He's not. He's he's been told to just chill out and keep a watch out, right? So he's just gonna sit in the sunshine and chill. And all the older kids are going into the caves. Also, as much as Furby is the lamest name in the entire world, I he is the only character's name that I know. So yeah, true. I was literally about to go. What was the name of the the hot blonde one? Because I won. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. I haven't been paying attention. Her, the one on the left. See, I'm no straight man, but I think the other blonde girl is better looking than this blonde girl. What? I said I'm no straight man. What do you think, Katie? You're a straight man. Oh, well, I don't know. I'll judge them on their acting quality. (laughs) That's like saying, oh, yeah, I'll judge somebody on their personality. I judge them on their (laughs) acting merits. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When you show us up, Katie, yeah. <laughs> See how that goes. I mean, for you. you are talking to one of the biggest feminists, so <laughs> I shall not be lowered to that level. She's so big, she's square. <laughs> <laughs> they would have yelled up if there was a problem. What do you think? Yeah. She's just being a little sister because you're being a big sister. So I presume this must be explained to they, they're not only uh, teaching assistants, but they've also got like level six rock climbing qualifications. Yeah, I was going to say, because I've, I've been abseiling and abseiling is 
petrifying, even at the best of times, and they're just scaling down a humongous cliff into the darkness. Yeah, which yeah, they've I, set up themselves. Let, let's be as real. Well. None of us are doing this anytime soon, are we? Yeah. No. Even if I had the equipment, I wouldn't have a fucking Scooby how to set it up or competently not kill myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they're, they're feeling this like weird wavy air. <laughs> <laughs> like it sounds, it sounds ridiculous, but that is the most apt description for it. There's just wavy air. It's kind of like when you look at the tarmac on a hot sunny day. Yeah. When you know you could crack an egg on it and hopefully it would start cooking. Although, why would you ever want to do that? Because it would surely be absolutely disgusting. Yeah, especially when you've probably got a cooker. Yeah, yeah, m m most people. <laughs> yeah, what what situation are you in where you need to eat like a floor egg? Yeah, well, yeah what scenario are you in where you have no utensils but you just have a pack <laughs> of eggs and you're really hungry? Oh my god, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Cook one of these eggs on this tarmac. <laughs> well, I'm out there just yeah, throwing some bacon as well, yeah. Mm, there is a scene in Shrek though when she cooks some eggs on a stone and it literally looks banging. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's a cartoon egg, it always, I'm always like, that looks great. <laughs> now Shrek, you know, uh, is is absolutely not a crap flicks, and loved it when I first saw it when it came out. But recently, definitely Shrek and definitely Shrek Two are fantastic hangover films. There's just something about them which, even if you're feeling absolutely dead inside, distracts you. <laughs> that should be on the back of the box as a quote. Even if you're absolutely dead inside, <laughs> this will distract you. <laughs> If you're a shell, of, a shell of your former self, watch this film and you'll feel better. Okay, oh my god, so he's out the cave. The professor has left oh. the cave. Okay, low-key, that would freak me the fuck out if you came back and all of this had happened to your car. So his van's completely overgrown. Yeah. But he's been vandalised. Okay. His van has lost Jumanji, 100%. Yeah, it, yeah, it looks like Jumanji has set off in its car, his car. Come on, come on. Also, the car's not starting, have you seen that? <laughs> As if that's happening. Okay, what the hell on earth would you think? Like, if I just like, pulled up in my Ford Fiesta, popped into a cave and came back out in 10 minutes and that happened. Hello? Who's he talking to? Unarmed. He, oh, he's he, well. He's, he's still technically chasing the uh, the cowboy, isn't he? Oh yeah. I don't think there's anyone in that died. car, my friend. Seems to have lost my dog. Well, it does have. How did you say? It had that crazy, like, giant horn on the front, <laughs> as if it was like a monster truck. Can you imagine that? Yeah, putting that on the Ford Fiesta and just driving around. <laughs> Like a, like a Viking helmet. Yeah, it'd go down really well in Essex. Yeah, massive horn on the front, and then those kind of halogen lights underneath it go really yeah. well. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. Get some six twenty twos. Yeah. I've oh. seen pin my rise. That that's the rucksack of the the girl at the start, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Quakes. I mean, I'm I'm gonna have to take your word on this. I can't even remember the names. Well, I know, I know one now, Jackie. Yeah, I there think you go. That was two out of five ain't bad. 
Jackie and Furby. Yeah, Jackie and Furby. So they're the kids, right? And Professor. Yeah, Professor Guy. He's going back into the cave. Oh my god, if the cowboy is there. You know as well, random side note tangent, this guy, this actor is of a certain age. I don't recognise him from absolutely anything. It just makes me wonder, what was this dude doing before he acted in this? Because he's, he's like... Oh, um, he was in The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he starred as Nathan Drake in, yeah. <laughs> in The Uncharted. Same guy, I think. Yeah, I think they're both, they're, uh, I think they're both voiced by Troy Baker. Holy shit, if your glow stick just stayed in the air. No yeah, way. Yeah, I'd like it. <sighs> yeah. I'd be out of there. If you thought if you thought it was gas before, it definitely isn't now. Oh, Why are my you following God. it? Oh, okay. Now you've done what I wouldn't do. Because he's thrown it. So, Katie, we had this, this discussion on one of our podcasts where this, the, there's those certain moments in horror films and the like where essentially the character has a choice and they can either go towards the obvious danger or the obviously spooky wrong thing to do or they can just go nope and walk away yeah. and we decide that Joe, Joe's the one who goes nope and walks away and I just go ooh piece of candy and just <laughs> yeah, follow yeah, it yeah. yeah yeah. Jamie's the one that would go and follow everything whereas I'm like nope not doing it where, where do you fall in, in that camp? yeah I, I mean it is very dependent on circumstances because if I threw a glow stick into a cave and it, and it floated in midair and there was like shimmering air around me i don't i wouldn't follow i'd, I'd leg it I, I would no 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 i've seen a frozen cowboy i've seen a floating glow stick and my car is covered in vines i'm off you're out of here um yeah i'm not entertaining this, We're gonna go check out this tunnel. see the the cowboy would have thrown me and freaked me out the oh. glow stick i've got Ooh, i would have started <laughs> following that <laughs> like a magpie <laughs> And Joe hasn't even left the house at this point. He's like, I'm not going out into the wild. Don't be stupid. Are you serious? Also, yeah, like, if, if a group of people like, do you want to go caving? I'd be like, no. So, I feel like if I was out. with you guys, See ya. If, if all three of us were there together, I think that we would probably investigate. Have not but left if, the car? Yeah. <laughs> are you Furby? You, you, you'd go with group... Uh, yeah, group majority decision. So if yeah. you two went, oh, we're going to leave, I probably wouldn't be like, well, I'll oh, go on my own. Oh, oh, no. Also, I wouldn't be Furby because I wouldn't be the one person left behind. I would definitely go in if you guys were going in, but I just wouldn't have entertained being here in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. If I found myself in the mouth of a cave on my own, uh, no, 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 no. But if I was with you guys, I think, do you know what? There's safety in numbers. Safety in numbers, absolutely. Also, I feel confident that neither of you two would try and just randomly jump scare me for no reason, so I'd be okay. <laughs> oh, okay, this is where I'd fail at life, trying to climb up a rope. Oh, I've never been able to do this. Who, who like, could actually do this? I don't know if it's lack this? of upper, upper body or technique. Yeah, that, that's at the point I just thought, I'll just leave me to die. I'm ne- I know I'm never going to be able to get up to that top of that rope. Also, if they abseiled down, how the hell were they going to get back up anyway? So if they couldn't do that in the first place, then they shouldn't have fucking abseiled down because they're going to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. We'll head down and then we'll work out whether we can head back up. <laughs> yeah, th- then we'll work out if we're any good at rock climbing. Someone's cut you their absolute ropes. absolute idiot. Oh, shit, They've got no dog. ropes. Cut it? Furby wouldn't cut it. 
Where's Furby? There's no way Furby would be cutting the rope, let's be real. Yeah, what's what's Furby got to gain from cutting the rope? Yeah. Ha ha. Uh, lol. <laughs> 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 out there. Shits and gigs. I mean, that 1960s set's looking pretty good. <laughs> I love that fact. I feel like if you break something, you know you've broken something. Yeah, especially something like your wrist. Well, it depends. A toe, maybe not, but like your wrist, you would know. Yeah, just, yeah. just it's just hanging out of its socket. Yeah, <laughs> this just this protruding bone. I'll try to try and push it back in. I think it'll be all right. Just stick a plaster on it. What's the? Uh, well, there's a clear <laughs> lull in the the film, and they're trying to work out what the hell's going on. What's the most painful injury that uh, that any of you guys have had that that you're willing to share if it's if it's not too embarrassing? Gonna get an A for sure. Oh, Joe, you go first, or am I going first? Yeah, I can go first. When I, when I was younger, when I was four, my brother slammed my um, thumb into a glass door and it, and it got chopped off. So actually, next time, I, next time I see you both, I'll show you. One of my thumbs is way shorter than the other. Oh, my God. I did not know that about you, Joe. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that, Katie? No, but it just reminded me of Jeremy Beadle because Jeremy Beadle's got one <laughs> tiny hand. <laughs> I'm basically Jeremy the Jeremy Scott, Beadle Jeremy of Buckers Till. Oh, do you know, um, I just keep my thumb always in a little pocket. That's the thumbnail. Joe's Jeremy Beadle in the thumbnail. Because it's got a tiny hand. It's and, got nothing to do with the film. Uh, fun fact, my business partner, James, set up the official Facebook group to celebrate Jeremy Beadle's tiny hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's got well, something it's like 30,000 followers or something. I remember when my, when my brother first pointed out his little hand, and this is awful that we're doing this by the way, but like, I feel like uh, I feel like my brother was like, you just have to look, and as soon as you see it, you can't not see it. You're like, ah, yeah. it's ridiculous. No, Jer- Jeremy Beadle's a national treasure, but there's, I don't know, there's... He's got a tiny hand. You're right, you're right. Well, he used to have a tiny hand. He has a tiny hand. We should be laughing at disabilities, but... Joe has a Jeremy Beadle thumb. Oh. Well, fucking hell, man! That's pretty. That's pretty damn serious. Yeah, it was. It was pretty nuts. Do you have half a fingerprint? I don't know. I've never had my fingerprints taken. No, you need to do some crimes. Did they have to shorten the other thumb for symmetry? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh, no, the, the, you might be amazing yeah, the, at crimes. Like, like, wow, we've got we've got a partial on his thumbprint. It's like no, you haven't. <laughs> I'm really sensitive about it. The thumbprint <laughs> bandit strikes again. <laughs> no, the beadle bandit. <laughs> <laughs> How did my harrowing story about losing a piece of my thumb turn into me being Jeremy Beadle's having Jeremy Beadle's thumb? I don't like that. that. No, that, that's what, that's oh. on Katie. That's on Katie. Yeah, you can blame me. <laughs> oh, I have and will. Have and will. Oh. Do, do, do you have it as equal, <laughs> equally as uh, hilarious um, uh, injury, or just something a bit more like I don't know? Katie, if you sound extra squeaky on this on this podcast recording, you know what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> You're just 
Somebody give me a witch laugh. <laughs> um, let me think. What what injury? I've had oh, I've had quite a few injuries. Um, oh, I, I, okay, so I can't go near. This might be one that a common one actually. I I really don't like going near the boots of cars because when I was younger, my dad slammed the car boot on top of my head. And I had to get, oh. and I had to get the top of my head glued back together. Oh my god! Bloody hell! Jesus Christ, guys! You you've gone through some wars as kids. Yeah, like that one is like a, a PTSD moment. Like I fear for life when I go near a boot. I'm like, car boot sales are I mean, a nightmare. For a split second, on that injury, we can call me Jeremy Beadlestone. We can call you Conehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like. Yeah, I'm really sensitive about my cone head, Joe. <laughs> really sensitive about my, <laughs> my cone-shaped head. Why is it is it a sore topic? <laughs> when when you said you had a boot injury or like you're building up to it, I just imagined the opposite way around. You stood next to a boot and someone opened it and they like knocked you back comically, kind of thing, rather yeah, than rather than the other way around, on which your is... fucking head. No, yeah. I was oh. I was full on getting my sister's pram out of the back of the car, and my dad didn't see me, and he and he just turned around, and slammed the car boot down, and my head was in the boot. In Especially because you slam those things down as well uh, on any pre. I know everyone's got electronic boots now and all those fancy things, but before that, you probably used to slam oh, car yeah. boots. Yeah, I just put my head in that little scenario. Oh, <laughs> baby's head, yeah. Um, what, what's happening in the film now? Oh. Um, uh, something about a cave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh okay, someone's uh, crawling. One mentioned something about the Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. as if they knew something about caving. So I'm assuming they're trying to find a way out of this cave system because all of their ropes are cut. Okay, and someone can't walk, so there's lots of injuries. Someone's no, crying. She's sobbing. So oh, she saw really... something. This this other blonde one saw something when she was up at the top, but it's as yet undisclosed. What it is? Oh, what did Ooh. you see up there? I'm not your dog, dude. Take it easy, Kara. Kara's crying. Are they having like really like quick cabin fever? Yeah. What's going on? No. Okay, I don't like it when like people start crying like this. The crying does not help. You're like enough with your tears. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a prediction. We're, we're only thirty minutes in. I reckon the cowboy's gonna save them all. <laughs> oh, you wish it was that simple. <laughs> so, um, having one of the most enlightening things about doing this podcast with Joe is he's reopened my eyes to the fact there's little things that you think are throwaway moments in films, and they're there for a reason. And there'll be everything from like him chucking those glow sticks down that might come back up later, or that you know that, that, that cowboy's going to do something, you know. So in case no. you just missed that, they've just found a body. It's Furby, they said. Yeah. They found Furby. They found Furby. Oh. So what's shit. happened to Furby then? What the fuck was he doing in the cave? He was supposed to wait outside the little ship. Oh look, Chucky's he's climbed down. He's tried to climb down. Yeah. Oh no. Who would cut Furby's rope? Everyone. He's a little shit. Oh. <laughs> All right, chill out. Why don't you go marry him? He's so cute <laughs> and harmless. Uh, necrophilia is a illegal Joe. Uh, you should know that. 
Oh, hang on. So that they found his GoPro. Grappling hook would have been nice. Oh, they're gonna get some sweet information on it now. Okay. I think this is gonna be a game changer. This. We best yeah. concentrate. Okay. Okay, so this is the moment before they went down to the caves, right? Yeah. Because he was, he's definitely hitting on Jackie or one of the blonde ones. Yeah, and Furby... Furby's stayed behind and filming himself. Nah, you, you know, he's alright. I don't know why, why you had hate for Furby. He's just got annoying hair. Someone should just cut his hair. <laughs> right, this is all PTSD because Joe as a kid wasn't allowed to have outrageous haircuts and then it wasn't until he went off to uni that he was allowed to do what he wants with his hair. And by allowed, you mean like this, I got away with it until I went home and then I got bollocks, yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, you're still hung up about it. Like, you still go, if you went back home now, your dad would be like, cut your hair. If you want to look like Furby, you can, Joe. So, I, was trying to find a place I mean, I don't. I think I'm, I'm still not understanding the, 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 the initial point of, like, why the hell did he come along with a bunch of these older teens to try and find the professor he doesn't know? Yeah, so I, I think his mum was like, oh, please just take my kid and look after him for the day. <laughs> Please just take him. He's got terrible <laughs> hair. <laughs> I can't I can't look at him anymore. Oh, so this is the notebook that we saw at the start. Here's a book of exposition. <laughs> oh, so is that a book of all the people who've been in this cave system before and then they've disappeared? Yeah, it's. I think it's like hinting that it's got some sort of like Native American burial grounds type vibe slash curse. How is it a joke? It's dark, and that's your dad's jeep, so I don't know. Guys, if Herbie's dead, he's probably not joking. Oh no! You'd be terrified if if you were him. But also, do you get that there is no way that that has happened in the time that they've been there? Yeah, because, well, they literally abseiled down, had the ropes cut, walked around for a bit, and then they found them dead. Yeah, because he's just sat here waiting for them, and he, he's in the middle of nowhere, right? So he can't even drive, he's Aww, a child. Bless. Yeah, I will say I'm, I'm warming up to him, I do feel sorry for him. What? And coyotes are going to be yeah, I'd actually be more worried about the coyotes in the cave. Oh, hello. My mom probably had a heart attack because I didn't come home last night. My hair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just occurred to me. Oh, no, so no one knows they're there. I told them we're going to Hamilton's happening. Really? I mean, that's a mistake as well. Oh, mate. And you must be hungry. Sucks to be fair. Plus, they're shooting Birdemic 2 outside. <laughs> god, don't. No. Oh my god, so. Furby's on the hunt now to find them. I ate all the food I could find and drank all the water. 
And at this point, I've decided oh, wow. that my friends are probably dead. And the only way I'm going to survive is that if I climb down oh. his rope. That's horrific. What's so it quite to comprehend that at that? his age? Like, oh. he's what? He must be like 10, 11? Yeah. Also, do you think that's the only option? What other options? I reckon you could just like stroll out a little bit and find a road. Yeah. Oh, but to baby. come to terms with that being like, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm out here on my own. I think I'm fucked. I'm going to go and find some dead bodies so I can try and get out of here. Yeah, I'm going to find yeah. some keys from my dead friends. Yeah. Here we go. But the thing is, like, Furby knows he'll never be able to climb back up that rope. Seriously. Well, he's about to. Um, is he? Oh, mate. This is your brain on drugs. Uh, you shouldn't have eaten those random berries. <laughs> Whoa! Oh dear. What do you turn it off? You've seen the whole thing. Yeah, he's also <laughs> there on the floor, dead in front of you. Please turn it off, don't we've seen him viciously die. <laughs> You're right, that's such a stupid line of things when he finished. Maybe we fell asleep on the way down or something. I... All of us? Are you kidding right now? I never fell asleep. Did you Nobody fell asleep. No, you need to make yourself known that you're hysterical by saying the same thing over and over again. You're the only one who has a chance of climbing out of here. Hang on, why is she the only one? Oh, because they've all got injuries, I think. Because the fellas have. Oh, because hand. And the. Other girls hurt her leg, I reckon. And then the other one's just useless. Yeah, I think she's young. She's a little kid, isn't she? Yeah, it's more dangerous if we stay down here. There is somebody that they're cutting the ropes. Yeah, well, I don't have a rope for them to cut. Would you? Well, yeah, I guess it's the logical thing, isn't it? You would be like, oh, why someone's cutting my rope? step ahead because we found the rope leading off of the van okay I'm sorry I will say for quite a limited budget film the dialogue isn't that bad in this film and the the reactions that they have to the situation are not quite as hammy as they natural. could have been yeah yeah it's, it's fairly natural I think just like Furby's blog was just a little unbelievable in terms of like he came to grip, uh, came to terms quite quickly with the scenario being like he's he, he wouldn't be that mature or that calm there about are, it. There are people like that though. There are people that could be that mature in that situation. It's just sad, isn't it? I suppose that's maybe the reason why they did bring him along. So they could kill him. Oh my god, are they going to have to eat his body at some point? Yeah, that's the, that's the plot <laughs> twist. <laughs> Luckily, there's enough to go around. <laughs> so what, abseiling and climbing with the assistance of a rope and pulley mechanism is one thing, but free climbing is quite another thing. I don't know why anyone does that. You don't really see people just, like, with hooks, and there's no, there's nothing to support uh, them other than just the hooks. Ugh. Or the beginning of, uh, I think it's Mission Impossible 2. 
yeah. uh, where Tom Cruise starts doing like the big stunts. He's just hanging off the edge of like some Grand Canyon type cliff. And he's just like, Ugh. Mm. yeah. There's a, there's an amazing documentary on Netflix actually, and it's uh, about the the free climber who climbed the. Is it, uh, it's, I think it's a uh, rock face in Yosemite. And it, oh my God, it's absolutely amazing. And he's got, they scanned his brain and basically the fear part of his brain just, it basically has low limiting function. So he has no fear. I think you, you, it would have to, you'd have to have some sort of chemical imbalance for, yeah, for it not to get to you. Cause like, even if, that might be the dumbest thing I've like ever your body will betray you in ways that like, even if you don't mentally feel fear in terms of like, yeah, it's called free in, in, solo. In the moment, you could still like start like, yeah, that's it, free solo. Free solo, National Geographic. It is an amazing, amazing show. But like, even if you're like you're confident in climbing, if you like even just have a little twinge of fear, your body starts sweating, your hands get clammy, you start to lose your grip, you fall off. You know, you can't have any of that. That's honestly what happens when you're watching the show. <laughs> your hands get all wet. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> hate it. Whereas he's just there all calm as a cucumber. Yeah, he's like, I don't really care what happens. Whereas, no, she's, she's way too fearful. Yeah, she's going to flip out. She's off. He, he's feeling emasculated because of his finger. Yeah. And he's going to have to start wanking with the other hand. <laughs> and that's the real tragedy. Yeah, that's true. the real reason he's upset. I can feel the air changing again. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be dead by now. I would have just fallen off that. I'd be dead oh. trying to hoist oh, myself up from the ground to the first point. <laughs> I'd be like, Ugh. she's up. She's up. <laughs> yeah, I would have gotten tired taking off my top. Be like, no, that, that, that's too much exertion. <laughs> I've exerted all my energy. Look at it. Where the hell is she? Jesus. She can't breathe. Taylor! Taylor! Honey, I feel that the rape a long time ago. Also, the entire environment is completely different. Yeah, also, I'm yeah. in a desert. I'll be, I'll be more <laughs> freaked out about that. Why is she not freaked out that it looks like they're on the moon? <laughs> she just needs to get a signal, Joe. <laughs> she oh, yeah, she really fun. needs to check her social media. The, uh, oh, a dust storm. Yeah, the, the uh, cloud of doom coming towards rapidly. There's a big cloud of COVID coming towards her. <laughs> that would have been a better name for this film. <laughs> big cloud of doom, yeah. <laughs> she hasn't noticed the big cloud of doom. Oh my god, look up. It's humongous. Look across. Man. Phones are dangerous. We had this in the. the I, can't, I can't even think what it was called, Joey. The, what was the social media one? Airplane mode. Airplane mode. She literally crashed her car three times because she was just staring at her phone. She's such okay, a wally. is this an urban myth? Because the higher you climb, do you increase your chances of getting phone signal? Or is that like a Peter K sketch? I don't, I don't know. Whoa! What, what the is, hell that? is that? There is a big floating triangle. Taylor! You won't believe what happened. What do you mean what happened? 
Oh, she did notice. Okay, that's good to know. Wait, what about the GPS? I tried to activate the beacon, but I couldn't get a signal. Oh my god, listen to what she's saying. She's saying everything is different, and you're like, what? Check the batteries. My hand hurts. Did you get 4G? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, what the hell was that giant, weird, fucking... Fidget spinner. Triangle trapezium. Yeah, fidget spinner in the sky. I'd be like, okay, so what I saw was a... We're now in a desert... Oh, there was a massive triangle floating in the sky. Oh my god, guys, let me get the whole way down before I tell you probably. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Mike. You were gone for like two seconds. If you don't want to climb all the way up, just say so. Okay. Oh, I hate it's that. Really a good time for jokes. No, I'm not joking. Just watch the stupid play. Smacks in her face. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your arm's broken as well as your legs. I mean, it's, it's quite a, a handy plot device to have this uh, this GoPro or whatever, which basically manages to capture all these different things. Because capture all these key plot points, yeah. Nobody, absolutely. nobody would believe them. No one would know really what what Furby was up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so true. Like it's, it, the, the video capture has been a savior, hasn't it, so far? Yeah. So technology is our friend. Also, not for nothing, but that video looks like a completely different place to where she actually was. <laughs> yeah, it looks really lovely and sunny. I it looks like the, the scary cloud. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's actually just playing like a holiday video. <laughs> Here's me and like Beefa. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's yeah. my memories. <laughs> How is this possible? Watch that. How are we doing? Oh, look, and they've captured it too because life. Oh. oh yeah. <clears throat> Now that's creepy. Believe me now. No, she wasn't. 30 minutes? We watched it all. Lies. When was she up there for 30 minutes? I mean, guys, you could say it's some sort of time trap. (laughs) (laughs) But let's not. (laughs) <laughs> that's literally um, that's literally the point the writers just went right lunch early lunch couple of beers right yeah <laughs> call it something like time trap but not so but, rubbish but not that yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway six months lunch. later time trap at the premiere <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> they never did get past the name time trap <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we've been stuck on this <laughs> name forever oh my god maybe it's super meta I had a date this weekend. Ugh, okay, maybe the dialogue is a bit shit. Well, yeah, I feel like this whole scene could be condensed a bit. Yeah. Also, I feel like they should have been justifiably freaking out earlier when the ropes were snapped. And like, how the fuck do we actually get out of here? Yeah. Well, they well they probably knew that the free climber could could get up there and then help them, but they didn't think that the outside environment would be so different, right? 
Yeah. So every time that happens, that's a day? That would be nuts. Can you imagine seeing that? Yeah, that is like anxiety. Shim, 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 shim. The fountain of youth. So it's like if time stops. Oh, uh, what? No. Uh, no. This is what they were looking for. The I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Any film that has to do something to do with time and space and time travel or whatever, there's always going to be flaws. But like, don't don't try and like create something that's smarter than you think it is because it's just going to bite you in the ass. But but the fountain of youth, it might. We've got to have enough rope in between what we got. I like that you're telling us that, like, Katie and I are going to go run ahead and, like, write a script that's a sort of a sci-fi fantasy, and that's some really useful tip for us. <laughs> like, tell you what, when you're writing a script... No, you know we always, like, try and, like, quote, uh, uh, fix the film, unquote, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how, how would we have, like, ended it or whatever? I was like, I don't even want to touch this with a barge pole because I know there's nothing I can do that isn't going to... Well... Radio wasn't smashed. So, what smashed his radio? Oh. Oh, don't watch his death again. Oh. So oh turn, it <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off. Focus more on his face. Oh, if a hand just comes into shot. Oh, plot twist. Ferb is not dead. Oh, and that's when you spoke to him earlier on the phone. The radio, rather. I love that this is just the the long and drawn out painful exit of Furby. Yeah. <laughs> so how much more can this one character endure? <laughs> like, it's like the life and times of Steve Aquatic yeah, or whatever, yeah. the life and times of Furby the Climber. <laughs> Ooh. Uh oh. Oh shit. No, thank you. Oh, does he get brutally murdered by some random savage? Oh, that's brutal. <clears throat> so that's how Furby died. So, right now you're trapped in a cave. With a crazy with caveman. Someone who's going to kill you. And most of you are injured. So good job, good job, everyone. <laughs> We're doing good. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's going it's well. A bit of a horror film, really, isn't it? Operation going to plan. <laughs> oh yeah, Operation Save the Professor's going really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the professor's at some saloon in the Midwest having like some drinks with this cowboy fella. <laughs> yeah, the professor's found the gates to Westworld. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, if this tied into Westworld, that'd be amazing. She's fucking oh, off. off again. She's like, see you later. Don't worry about me. Just watch the tunnel. And Beads, watch for falling rocks. She's 
no matter what, you can't look up, okay? Why can't she look up? I get it. Every time this girl's on screen, her headband really distracts me. Hi, She's got like a really wiggly headband going on. And it's annoying me. You got this. Just take a look. Or just imagine your knees scraped on that. Oh, yeah, oh, I'm out. <laughs> just remember in this, if we're in this paradoxical world where we're in this situation, I'm back at the house having not gone. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm chilling. I'm chilling back on regular Earth time. Would you have noticed that we hadn't been back in a few days? I mean, yeah, but it I depends what you're binge watching. <laughs> I'd probably have sent out a search party, but I wouldn't have gone myself. Like, I better go as a lone rescuer. <laughs> yeah. It's not just the sun. What? It's the seasons. This thing is the sun shifting on the horizon. Oh my god, you're right. That's not just one revolution. Oh, she's going to fall. Focus on climbing. Quickly, don't explain to her while she's on the wall. Just talk about it at a volume that she can half hear you. Well, yeah, while well, well, she's literally having to hold up her... solstice, that's the only thing that makes sense. Seriously? Each of those is a year, not a day? Oh my god, I'd be so freaking out right now. So what's this whole thing about, like... Whoa! Where's this laser spear come from? Oh, this is this is where it gets good, Jamie. <laughs> if you weren't already in love with this film, you will be in a minute. This looks like a sort of a Power Rangers exit strategy. Yeah, it's just a it's just a sci-fi ladder that's appeared. <laughs> I love that which, she instantly which was jumps set on up it. by the the cowboy. Would you would you jump on this um, quickly assembled ladder in front of your eyes? What oh, the one I that's appeared by mean. laser beam? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Are there someone coming down the ladder? Is there someone coming down the ladder? Please there be is. the cowboy. Please be the cowboy. I will. It's, it's a space cowboy. Jamie, babe, you gotta let this cowboy go. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I live in the past. Who, like honestly, what it, is who this? is this guy? Combat Ten. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. And, and now it's spaceman versus cave. What? There's <laughs> cavemen and there is a humongous spaceman. For, for any of our audio listeners, I'm not making this up. This, there is some weird. <laughs> interdimensional fight going on right now in this game. Yeah, sort of, yeah, Neolithic caveman versus uh, Aeon Flux level futuristic yeah. uh, spaceman. Yeah, he's just come down a sci-fi ladder. We could call it a tonal shift, I, w I would say. It's gone from sort of the descent to Power Rangers over in the, uh, in the space of two minutes. Exactly. I'm looking forward to the piece after we stop this, where Jamie has to try and work out what happens next. Oh, no, <laughs> the ending. Not... Jamie, the ending. It's a treat. He's moving pretty slow. Wait, no, no, go, go, go! 
I'm kind of gutted because we've only got a few more minutes on this, haven't we? I know. It's getting so good now. Uh, and I don't have a fucking Scooby. Yeah, why have they just spent 20 minutes talking about fucking sun-earth rotations and then now all the good shit kicks off? Well, certainly. Now this is it. They're being chased through a cave system by a sci-fi robot. This is like someone started writing a film, then did a shit ton of crack. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah, second part of the drugs. film. Like, I don't know, this. <laughs> they just kind of went with it. <laughs> and then here's the dead hippie. Oh, so this is the professor's dad, right? So his parents were a bunch of hippies who were shagging in the woods and then... Who are those guys? Uh-oh. <gasps> the cowboy! No! The cowboy! No! So Jamie, a fairy, was wrong! Oh, I'm so upset. I can't believe the caveman killed the cowboy. <laughs> it's a film that keeps on giving. Fucking hell. Is he actually trying to take on all three of them with his beetle hands? <laughs> That's Joe. Whoa. What is going on? Oh my god. He's getting his face smashed in. Ooga maga Umbungo, Umbungo. <laughs> oh no, it's just getting ridiculous. What do you mean, getting ridiculous? <laughs> well, because they had the, the little pompous moment where they're trying to sound clever about space and time. And, that, yeah, yeah. and now they're just being chased by grown men acting as cavemen. <laughs> and he just got his ass handed to him as well. Yeah, they, they might need something like the Fountain of Youth, Jamie. Uh, wh what? What? Uh, wh mega plot twist. What? I didn't say nothing. <laughs> oh my God, it turns out he's his own dad. <laughs> oh my God, are they going to revive the cowboy? Please, oh, please revive the cowboy. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. <laughs> buzz, 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 last year. <laughs> Revive the cowboy, you know it's the right decision. Oh, he's got a moral dilemma, the, the uh, spaceman. I mean, there's plenty of it to go around. No. Don't touch it. Oh, she's about to get space bitch lapped. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. Whoa, what's it doing? I, I don't... I, what? 
So he's going to give him a nice little bath. I want him to come out full baby. <laughs> oh no, too far. Oh, no. oh she's going to get screwed over now. She's going to go all Benjamin Button. Swooshy noise. <laughs> I'm so glad I've got subtitles. It's just going spoken in native language, spoken in alien explorer language. Right, guys, I hate to say it, but we've actually hit over the hour mark, so we've got to stop. <gasps> oh, but look who's He's awake! Alive. <laughs> That's such a good point. Place to end it. <laughs> there we go. That's uh, time trap. Um, <laughs> definitely took yeah. a little turn at the end. I'm actually really glad we got to that point because I was worried that we wouldn't get somewhere like there. Um, yeah, because yeah. it like it's it takes such a weird turn. Well, now that is, I know it's going to go to that level. Like, I, my imagination is going to run away with me now. Yeah, go Jesus. on, Jamie. Tell us what you think happens next in this film. No cheating. Right. What happens next in this film? All right. I'm convinced that they, they, they have to meet up with the professor again. He, uh, there, there'll be a significance there. I, initially, I thought that, that alien guy was going to reveal himself to be the professor and do like a come with me if you want to live. But he's, I think he's just an alien guy. So he might fuck off, but I think they'll link up with the professor and the professor will, he'll be a smart enough man. He's worked out what's going on and they basically work it out. And maybe there's other instances where they mix in with other people of time. Maybe there's more cowboys, but I think maybe not all of them, but some of them will escape at the end, but they'll end up somewhere completely different. That's not their time. And then they'll just be like, well, this is our life now. Do you, do uh, we do, do you do reveals or not? Yeah, no, no, Katie, Katie let, uh, let, um, let Jamie know what actually happens towards the end. The reason I ask, oh. I say it like that is because I can't fully remember. I, I was going to say, am I so far I can tell you what I can remember about it, which is going to make you laugh. Um, not to, if, you, if you're okay for me to go ahead with it, Katie. Uh, basically, at some point towards the end of this film, they do make progress, and yeah, they may very well find the uh, find the guy they're looking for, etc. Um, but there's, there's this piece right at the end where they all just get individually collected by these long kind of black uh, metallic tentacles that come and grab them up into these spaceships into the sky. And the last shot, or the last scene, is one of them waking up and then the rest of them including Furby I think actually of all of them being like um don't know how to tell you this but we're kind of a big deal here and then that's like the last scene isn't it Katie? Yeah so yeah it basically ends up that they become like these like equivalent of like gods in this like alien world (laughs) and and they and they, they just like live in their best life and they're totally fine with the fact that they no longer have they don't know what happened to their family they are literally living so far into the future and they're just like well we're a big deal so we're living our best life now i mean when you have to yeah justify any sentence with you i don't know if you know this but i'm kind of a big deal (laughs) no it's not a good but um (laughs) but prior to that prior to the end moment so where we kind of left off is that we understand now that the water gives life so 
this is why the alien guy is coming down to collect the fountain of youth. And um, what happens in that system of caves is the more you travel around it, the more you find like these time bubbles. And they're basically, um, to all the people stuck in time bubbles, it's happening in real time. But if you're looking out, if you're outside of the time bubbles, it looks like people are frozen in time. So they actually come across like all cowboy. of these different... Yeah, they come across a Western. They come across like a, like a, like a civil war. They come across the cavemen and all of these people who've been trapped in time bubbles, um, throughout history, which then ties back to, you know, remember the journal that we saw at the start where it was all the sketches of different, um, like symbols and cavemen and like wars yeah. and stuff like that. Um, it was, it was all these people who disappeared in the cave systems and they had like theories about what happened to them. So the professor's parents in the 1970s went out to look in the cave system to try and find what happened to these people. And then they got stuck in the cave system and left their son, uh, who's the professor, in that hippie van. And then he grew up never knowing what happened to his parents and knowing that they were in that cave system somewhere. Oh, so there you go. So they what squeeze all that fun. into the last twenty odd minutes of that, I was of that say. film. And yeah, you're right. You're totally uh, to draw attention to the pacing, as you said. There is that entire middle second act, which seems to not drag because it didn't feel like it dragged, but certainly seems to over-explain the middle part. And as you say, try and get slightly wanky when it comes to kind of the space time continuum side of things and then suddenly they chuck in all of this storyline and then you know with the entrance of that sort of space alien and and the cavemen come in and everything yeah. and it, it is almost like it's just two two very separate movies glued together but that's um, the thing because they, they they tease the cowboy at the beginning and then like he, that's it like well i know his fate but like why, why set it up like that and then yeah try and make it seem like it's a more grounded story with like supernatural elements Whereas, yeah, at this point, it's just, it just sounds like it goes batshit insane. It's like, <laughs> I think I would have actually preferred if it was more like that, like the whole way through. I'm so happy yeah. that you got the piece with the alien coming down and just that whole fight. Cause I remember <laughs> when we so first what? watched it, we were like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like it's a, it's a, it's a quality pick, Katie, as, as a crap flicks because it is so <laughs> that it's got. It's got so much schlockiness to it. Excellent, excellent choice. I absolutely, when you went, so I picked that film because I just feel like it really takes you on a journey where uh, you start off thinking, oh, this is like an adventure film where, you know, some kids, they go exploring in the caves and they're trying to find their professor. And it has all of the like ingredients to really nice, like, um, adventure film like a hunting film like got to find yeah, goofy different side things yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely well, it's, it's got, got all of those ingredients the wild. and yeah. then it kind of in the middle it then kind of flips again where it actually turns into a bit of like quite a sinister film because they're implying that all these ropes are getting cut so who's wanting to kill these kids in the cave system and then it flips again and it's about time travel and then it flips again and it turns into sci-fi and caveman wars and i just think it just has so many like just twists and ups and what the hell moments that it's just also yeah that end with the we're kind of a big deal piece is such a made for tv movie bullshit moment where they're like because you should see it jamie it's so cheesy it's like well we're kind of a big deal here oh 
and they're all like there to like welcome them in and they all look fine and as Katie said they're more than happy to have left their entire world and universe behind because they're on this spaceship and it's just like hey, the price but then of they fame. just walk off and they're all happy about it it's like where's the sadness where's the longing for your original life where's everything about everyone you've known outside of the people in that cave with you who are now fully dead and have been for years like it's like I, I think you're right I think they wrote this one section at a time got completely mashed on whatever drugs and just completely ignored what they were doing the day before and just went you know I really like cowboys can we put a cowboy there yeah and then we'll have like aliens and yeah cowboys. it reminds you of that game where one of you draws the top of a body another one draws the bottom half of a body and then you put it together and it's like yeah it's very that Um, should we do the and chill bit you're gonna have to get involved in this Katie I'm afraid limited limited cast per se but um I think the 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 rock climber. I think she was. She, Joe, you disagree with your, <laughs> from, from your your straight guy hat perspective. Um, but now I would I would I would say she was too much to my tastes. Very 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 pretty. I would say I I would say I would say the uh, the uh, guy with the funny eyebrows, even with that, was still probably one of the best looking men that we've seen on this on this podcast uh, compared to the last couple of films for a while. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was really handsome. Yeah. So I would uh, give the Anchill award to him. Katie, who are you nominating as your Anchill? Oh, okay. So my Anchill is going to be the uh, alien from outer space, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so partial tall. to tall, a masked <laughs> guy because he reminded me of Kylo Ren text. from Star Wars. <laughs> so I yeah. do like a bit of Adam Driver. I'll take so, it. I'll take in my it. in my head, he's an Adam Driver, nice. Kylo Ren character. Yeah, in your mind, he's Adam <laughs> Driver. Yep. I mean, we, we may <laughs> never find out, so it's totally within the realms of possibility in this film, isn't it? it I would say, thinking of this film, there is a way you could have taken the basic premise of this film and made a much more grounded, interesting film out of it. This idea that people are stuck in this kind of vortex where the world around them is shifting faster than, than they are. They could have done that and had it had an impact without it therefore leaping forward, I guess, you know, tens of hundreds of years. So, so that the, you know, the technology changes so much that it becomes yeah. ludicrous sci-fi. Like it, I think there is a, there is the, there's a premise there that I really like. I just think they just completely lost their way with it. For, for anyone that is interested, I know this movie has, given the setting a bit more of a, uh, what is it, 127 hours, the James Franco film. Yeah. Like a bit of that vibe in the middle where it's like you get trapped and conceivably can't escape and it becomes quite claustrophobic film. But in terms of that space-time loop or whatever, uh, there are a bunch of horror films called The Cube. Oh, God, I've um, seen those. And I think it's in Cube 2, one of the the guys basically goes into a time paradox where he basically keeps coming across himself and to survive, he basically keeps killing himself, eating his his body and just does that on like an infinite like time loop or something crazy. And like you could have really, instead of like finding cowboys or finding cavemen, you could have all, had all these different like time paradoxes or stuff you can have come across or I don't know, sexual Schrodinger's cat, I don't know. Just just a cat in the box. <laughs> I guess that wraps it up, doesn't it? It does indeed. Uh, this has been Crap Flicks and Chill. 
And this week it has been Jamie, Joe, and special guest Katie Peak. Thank you so much for joining us, Katie. What an absolute excellent uh, uh, choice of film. Amazing. Well, thank you for having me. It's been lovely. <laughs> um, and thank you uh, everybody for for listening and for for tuning in. We we hope you uh, you enjoyed that uh, that crap flicks and that you're enjoying our other crap flicks. Uh, I was going to say film suggestions, film choices. But if you have a suggestion, uh, we'd really love to hear from you. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Crapflix Podcast or uh, send us an email at uh, crapflixpodcast at gmail.com letting us know what your favourite Crapflix films are. Uh, We really appreciate the the support. We love hearing from you guys. Um, You know... Give us, give us a nice, nice little uh, cheeky five star rating of an iTunes. Maybe go and tell a friend, tell a friend who likes time travel, or tell a friend who likes wearing hats. I can't remember if I said the hats things last time, but you, know, you have a, a duty to tell your friends about this podcast who wear hats. And on that note, because that has absolutely <laughs> nothing to do with time trap, uh, we'll speak to you guys next time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.